Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, my friends, here we are sitting around Christmas break, families in town. It's an exciting time of the year. We're all having a great time. So what are you thinking about? What are you guys talking about? What are you living your life to become this Christmas Eve period. Have you thought about that? Well, one of the things I want to share with you is that I was watching a video the other day, and they had one of these commercials that just jumped on. And it's one of those things that's an interruption marketing thing. A guy was trying to sell his course on how to think. But he made a very, very good point. He said, in life... And if you try to learn life, you're going to have to learn how to actually understand what's going on around you. Now, for 30 years, I've been doing the radio show trying to share with you what is actually going on financially around you that you may or may not already perceive to be true. But he brought up this point that I thought was very interesting. He said, in life, there's really three different ways to see the world. The first one is your own personal reality to you. It's the way you see the world, and to you, it's real. You have no recollection that it's not real. He says one of the hardest things in the world to do is to be smart enough to know when you're right. This, or That's the second hardest thing to do is be smart enough to know when you're right, and the first hardest thing is to know to be smart enough to know when you're wrong. And he said that one's very difficult to do. He goes on and says a second type of reality is political reality. So political reality can be broken down into religious and or political realities, I believe. So if you're raised up with these type of religious values and beliefs, you believe this is the way the world was originated. This is what controls the world. These are the right things to know, to do, to think, to believe. And then, on the other hand, politically, they're all over the board. You can believe whatever you want. Just create a new political stance, and then that's what you believe. And people all have different political points of view. Now, you say, how can two different people look at the exact same thing and see something different? They do. 
I mean, it's unbelievable. I come from a state called the Missouri. And Missouri is the show-me state. What does that mean? It says, I believe none of what I hear and only half of what I see. Because even when you see it right in front of you, sometimes it's not true. The last reality, though, is the real reality. It is what is actually occurring. Strip away any political commentary. Strip away any religious commentary. Strip away your own personal view of what you think is happening or occurring. And this type of logic is what it takes to get ahead. And he's talking about how do you obtain this type of logic? How do you get to this point of view? And I thought that was so interesting. So I started thinking about it, and I struck up a conversation. We've got family here, so I struck up a conversation with my 10-year-old granddaughter. And boy, did she have a lot to say. And so I thought, you know what? This could be interesting. We all think we see the world the way we see it. What does a young lady at 10 years of age see the world? How does she see it? What does she think is real? What's important and so on? And I just thought it would be a very interesting show if we could bring her on. So without further ado, I've got Lainey Chase here, 10 years old. Welcome to the show, Lainey. First time on the radio. Hi. Well, let's talk about you a little bit. Where do you come from? Where do you live at? Huntsville, Alabama. And is it a nice place? Tell us about the city. What do you, what would you tell people about Huntsville, Alabama? Should they live there? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. They have the Space and Rocket Center there. It's, uh, they're building new houses. So you've lived there for a long time. Do you, do you have, um, do you, I'm trying to think how to say, I think, are you aware of the city? Do you understand at your age, are you aware of that city as opposed to other cities? In other words, you live there. Have you ever thought about living somewhere else? I have, but it's, it, I don't think it would be the same. I think it would be completely different. Ooh, completely different. Good or bad? Get up close to the mic. Uh, some good, some bad. Like, it would, uh, it would be different, and I've never lived in a different place before. But it, it would also be good because uh, it, you can try new things. Ah, that's an interesting thing. So that comes down to what kind of a person are you? Are you a person that likes to try new things, or are you a person who just wants to stay with the same old stuff all the time? I like to try new things sometimes. It just depends. When, uh, But I lo- mostly I like to try new things. Do you? Okay. So um, you, you live there, and you've lived there your whole life. What kinds of things would you like to try new? I would... I would like to go somewhere else and try new uh, food and a new way of living. Will you visit us? What do you think of when you come to Houston, Texas? And uh, this is where your your grandma lived and your dad lived for some time before they moved out there. What do you think of Houston? It's a very nice place. There are a lot more buildings and uh, things there. But it, it's also busier, and the roads are, they have more traffic. Okay, so the traffic's a problem. Anything else about the two cities that you can think of that's different? Uh, they're, they're very different, actually, because, because uh, how they live and the different 
the different people there. There are a lot more uh, homeless people in Houston than... Oh, really? Have you seen the homeless people? Yes. Where are they at? Where do they stay at? Gas stations, mostly. Really? Wow. All right. So let's talk about you a little bit more. Uh, how old are you? Ten. And you're doing all kinds of things. Why don't you share with the audience all the stuff that you do? What, what is your day made up of? On Mondays, I go to school, and then I do dance. And then on Tuesdays, I go to school. On Wednesdays, I go to school, and then I do more dance, and then I do church. And then on Thursdays, I go to school, and then I go to music, uh, piano class. Wow, that's a busy schedule. You do more than I do. <laughs> that's a lot busier than I am. So what kind of school do you go to? A Montessori school. All right, explain to people what a Montessori school is. Well, uh, the Montessori school teaches people in different ways. Like instead of teaching, it's it's a private school. So instead of teaching with books and just saying, okay, this is how you do the math, you, they teach it like with a, uh, materials and stuff. Okay, so a little more hands-on. Yes. Let's uh, compare. Have you ever been to public school or have you always been in private school? I've always been in private school. So when you uh, do you get to play with kids uh, other than private school kids? Have you ever played with other kids? Yeah, I play, uh, I play with kids uh, at my dance and at my uh, church. So let's think hard on this one. Okay. Do those children seem in any way different than the kids you play with in Montessori school. Has, in other words, does public school and Montessori school change the way people act or think or behave? Dip, or produce different results out of that, I mean? I, I believe yes, but because the people at the Montessori school usually try to, uh, they're more sociable than the people at the, in my opinion, than the people at the public school because of how it's made. So um, you said, and I believe you said that you're going to school every day now? Yes. What is the public school children doing in your city? Uh, they go to, uh, depends what letter their last name starts with. So uh, if their last name is like A, B, C, D, E, F, they go to school on Monday and Tuesday and then do virtual school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Wednesday, nobody goes to school. Everybody does virtual. And then G and so forth, they go on Thursday and Friday. Wow. So they only get to go a couple days a week. And then they do virtual school the rest. And then virtual school. Okay. So in the situation of these schools, um, we're coming up at the end of this segment. I've got a good question for you about how the schools are dealing with COVID. But I think we're going to take a break and we'll come back after the break and we'll come back with Lainey Chase and the Del Wamsley Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart to cart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Choice. Talk 1370. The right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're talking about the concept of three different realities in the world. The first one is your personal truths and your personal realities. The second one is political and or religious truths and realities. And the third one is objective truth. And what we're trying to get down to in life is if you're going to be successful in life, you're going to have to have the understanding of the objective truth, what really is going on. You can't make decisions based on what you personally believe to be true. You can't make decisions based on what the political people are screaming at you or the religious people are screaming at you and be and be true. You have to know what's actually happening. The objective truth is what it's all about. Now, today... To be able to share with you um, something I thought would be different, I brought on my 10-year-old granddaughter. Uh, she is sharing with her us her realities, her personal perspective of the world, and uh, we're happy she'll share that with us here live. So back again is, ready, Rainy, Rainy Chase, come on up to the mic, babe. Hi. All right. So what I want to ask you now is, um, you're going to school, you're in Montessori school, private school, you have friends that are in public school, tell us... Are they handling, how are they handling COVID at your Montessori school? And is that different than how they're handling COVID in public school? What do you have to do to protect yourself when you're at Montessori school? When we're at the Montessori school, we usually just wear wear our masks inside. Outside, we don't have to wear a mask, but usually I do. Uh, And at the public schools, they have to wear their mask, but also they go part-time. They don't go every day like usual. Uh, like, it's by first letter of their last name, so. So, um, I'm going to ask you a more difficult question. You have to think about this a little bit. Okay. What do the adults at your school believe about COVID? Do they believe it's dangerous? Do they believe it's bad? Do they believe it's out there? Uh, or are they some of the people saying it's really not as bad as they say it is? You know, how do, what do they believe to be true about COVID out there? I'm not really sure about this one. Okay. But from what I've seen, my teachers, they're both very careful. But when 
when they're inside, they always make sure they have their masks on. And if they see a kid without their masks on, they make sure say, put your mask on. So there's no there's no political commentary about, oh, my gosh, you have to do this because you're saving everybody's life or or is it is that kind of conversation they had or not? Uh, no, not really. They kind of they're not really supposed to talk about political things at my school. Oh, that's interesting. So let me ask you a little political question. Why do people wear the mask? Is it to protect you or to protect somebody else? What do you think? I think it's to protect somebody else. So if one person's wearing a mask, they're protecting someone else. And then if the other person's wearing a mask, they protect that person. So really, you're protecting each other and yourselves. Gotcha. Now, your dad's in the medical field, so you're around people that are, are involved in medicine right now. What does he think about COVID? He's very cautious. One time, uh, there was this one time where my dad was around someone who had COVID, and he he had his mask on, but he didn't have the really good mask. So when he came home, he kept his mask on around me the whole time. Wow. Okay. For for two weeks. All right. So COVID doesn't seem to be a big problem. They're not stopping anything at your school for that. That's probably good. Uh, do you know? Of anybody, or do you have friends that know of somebody that's been sick from COVID? Uh, no, not really. No, okay. My dad, my dad's been around a bunch of people. Your dad, of course, he's in the medical business, of course. So let me ask you this. Do you think kids can get COVID or get really sick from COVID? Of course they can get COVID because it, uh, we're all humans, but they might not get as sick from COVID because they have a new immune system. But but the adults, if they bring it on to a different adult that's sick, it'll be really bad and can get them really sick. Great. So, you know, this is a, this is a money show. I talk about making money and, and having money. Let's talk about money and you and your family. How important is money to you at 10 years old? I like to have money, but my dad usually handles the money thing. Sometimes I get extra money and I just keep it until I can buy something for myself, like a game. Mm-hmm. So how does your dad feel about money? What is, has your dad has taught you anything about money? Some, just some rules. My dad taught me lots of rules about money. Do your dad teach any rules about money? He just told me not to spend his money. <laughs> Oh, that's that's classic right there. Uh, if only people listen to that. Don't spend my money. Uh, that's good. So um, did your dad have you on an allowance or anything? No, but I kind of like not having an allowance, but I also don't. I mean, it's nice. It's It would be nice to have an allowance like my cousins do, but you also get more gifts from it because they have more money and, like, they can get you more things. I see. So let's talk about the kids you go to school with. Do, do kids at school ever have any, what's the word for it, understanding of how much money that that family compared to that family that family has? Do they even realize that or do they care or what? Tell me what they think. What do you kids think about money at your age? Does everybody have it? 
No, not everybody has it. Most of my kids, most of the kids at my school are their parents are very uh, are, have a lot of money because it's an expensive school, but but I don't think they understand how much money they're spending. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, let's talk about at what age do you think kids start thinking about money? Uh, probably about. Six, fifteen, probably when they start high school. Okay. Or driving. Do they get yes. more? Do do young ladies become more expensive the older they get? Yeah, probably <laughs> because they buy more things. Uh, yes, every year my daughter got more expensive with every year she got older. There's no doubt about it. Uh, that's okay. Let's talk about um, what do you think that you'll do to make money when you grow up. Do you want money when you grow up? Yes, I do want money when I grow up. Uh, when I get older, I think I'm gonna be a teacher, but, uh, and yes, of course I want money, so. Okay, what would you do if you met a boy that was gonna be your lifelong boyfriend or husband, and he had no money? Would you marry a guy that had no money? You had to pay for everything. No, no. You wouldn't do that? Probably not. Okay. Just wondering, just wondering. So what if he was really, really nice and really, really cute, but he had no money? That would not be a smart decision. <laughs> but he could pick you up on the bus. I want to have a car for myself. <laughs> All right. So there is a spark, a spark of financial interest there, right? Just a little bit. Just a little bit of interest. It hasn't quite got there yet. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the concept of there being three different kinds of truths in the world. One of them is your personal truth, what you believe to be true. The second is political truth, what your group believes to be true. And then the last one is abject truth, which is what actually is true. And we need to realize that becoming successful in life, uh, the people that do become very successful in life are the people that understand the truth. So... The real question is, why is it that a certain number of people in our society become very successful and they understand the truth and they get what's going on, and then other people just either never get given the truth, they're never given the actual facts about the way life works, or they choose to ignore them, right? Completely ignore them because they don't want to pay attention, or because their political sect of people they hang out with don't believe that success is important. And so they end up living lives of mediocrity. Their entire life is lived just being the poor to middle class person that gets up and goes to work every day and does the same thing every single day the rest of their life. Now today what I have here with me is my granddaughter. And we're asking her questions because I'm interested in piercing what the educational philosophy is to children and how they understand money. And we've 
asked a bunch of questions already if you need to go back and listen to the podcast. But I still want to drive deeper into what are they teaching our kids about money these days? And will our children be able to survive in this society once we, the hardworking Americans, the successful Americans, uh, have gotten old, died, and gone away? Will these people survive or will they just fall into a pile of mediocrity, create a liberal society, socialism, communism, and poverty? Are they headed down that path? Well, let's talk to a 10-year-old and find out. So, Lainey, as we sit here today, the next question I have for you is, does your dad ever talk to you about money? Do you have any idea what your dad makes as far as money? Does he ever talk to you about that? No, not really, but when he's talking to other people, usually I listen and I understand more. Okay, so what kind of understanding do you have of your financial situation? We're not rich, but we're not poor either. We're, we're pretty much in the middle and we're happy. Does your dad um, do anything to become better off financially than what he is right now? Does he have a plan? Not that I know of, no. Not that you know of? Has he ever told you that's why he keeps going back to school and getting higher degrees so he can go into better paying jobs? Has he ever discussed that with you? Mm, no, not really. Not really, okay. So he's not hes not really um, bringing that thought process to you at all at this age, okay? Let's talk a little bit differently. What do you know about uh, politics? I know they say you said they're not supposed to teach politics in school. I, I really agree with that. That's a good idea. But the point is, like, do you understand the difference between a socialist society, communist society, and a society like ours? I understand socialism and communism. Okay. I don't know what give me just a, is. Give me a brief 10-year-old's idea of what socialism is. Socialism is when people that make a lot of money uh, you the and versus the people that... Uh, don't make any money and just sit at home, they get the same amount of pay. So the pay that goes to, from people that make a lot of money goes to the people that don't make a lot of money, and they get the same pay. And then, but it'll happen all together, and nobody will want to work, and then nobody will make money. Ah, you've been, you've been explained to it then, how it works. All right, so that's interesting. Um, when you look at the situation of making money. Have you ever asked yourself, I know you're only 10 years old, that's why I'm asking, because we don't know, whole audience here is listening to you. Have you ever thought about where you'd want to be with how much money? You watch people on TV that are rich. You, you're not rich, obviously. You said that, but you watch people on TV that are rich. Have you ever wanted to be rich? Uh, yes, I have, but there are a lot of struggles when you get rich. Oh, not really? struggles, but like when you get rich, you have to worry about a lot of things, like... Wow, that's interesting. Tell, tell us what you have to worry about. People, people stealing money and all that kind of stuff. People stealing your money? All right. So do people, when they're not rich, do they not get money stolen from them, too? Uh, yes, but not as often because they don't have as much money. Usually. They don't have as much to steal, okay. That's interesting. Um, so as you look at it, it's it's just not worth it then to become rich because then there's too many bad things. Is, is there more bad things than good things about being rich? 
No, not in my opinion. It would be great to be rich, but there would all but there would be some bad things too. Okay. So are there any bad things about not being rich? Yes, you don't get everything you want. So like if you go to the store and you see this and say, Hey, can I get this? And they'll be like, No, we don't have the money for that right now. So you don't get everything you need or okay. want. So now here's the trick question. All right, you ready? This is the tricky one. Okay. Uh, so the question is if you can be, can you be happy poor and can you be happy rich? I think you could be happy either way, depending on how you want it to be. Okay. You think you could either way? Yes. All right. Just so your life. if you could be happy either way, why would you pick poor over rich? Because... I think I would actually pick rich, but... Okay, that's fine. But yes. if you did pick poor, why do you think people who decide... Remember, everybody decides, do they want to be rich or do they want to be poor? They all have the same opportunity to do the things that will make you rich. They all have the same opportunity to be rich. But some people say, I don't want to do it. Why do you think they don't want to do it? What do you think that is? Because they don't want to work hard and do, uh, be, do, do something. Very good. Bingo. That's that's right on. That's exactly it. They just don't want to work hard enough to get there. So, uh, you know, guys, I didn't put that in her mouth. That came out of a 10 year old that, you know, is out there living in the world we live in. And that's that is there's the reality. That's that's one of those objective facts. If you're poor, you're not doing the things that make you rich. That's all there is to it. And some people just don't want to do it. And that's the difference. Let's talk about some fun stuff. If you were rich, what would you do? Now just dream. What would you have? What would you want? I would buy a mansion, and then I would try to buy a bunch of stores. You'd buy mansions and stores. What kind of stores would you buy? Uh, a lot of less expensive stores, and then a little bit of more expensive stores. Like. Okay. Why would you pick that combination? Because less expensive store, because more less expensive stores, you could get more from it. Because you could get the same amount from less, more expensive stores and more less expensive stores because because it just adds up. Adds up the same, okay. Yes. Now let's talk about that mansion you want. Tell me what that mansion's like. What would it, what would it look like? What would it have in it? It would have a lot of bedrooms and a, a lot of uh, air, like areas and a big living room. And How many bedrooms do you think a mansion should have? Six or seven. Six or seven? Mm -hmm. All right. Would each of them have a bathroom? Uh, yes. Yes, they would. Okay. <laughs> and you said you want a big living room. Yes. What all would you have in your living room? TVs. <laughs> big TVs? Yeah, well, one or two big TVs, yes. Would you have a video room? video room of course yes you have a movie room yeah, yeah theater we have, call them theaters yeah i would have a theater and i would also have like a big computer room where i can play my games oh yeah nice nice to have your own little office huh yes okay let's talk about would you want a big kitchen uh yes but most likely i wouldn't be the one that's cooking in it i'm not very <laughs> good at cooking okay well then you might want a music room then huh yeah. yeah. How about a dance floor? Oh, yes. Our house has a dance floor. Would you want a dance floor in your house? Yes. All right. So we got a dance floor. How about a game? Which we, 
Did we say game room yet? I I said I had a computer thing. How about a game room? We got a pool room and we got air hockey and we got Miss Pac-Man. Do you want a game room? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's see. How about, would you want a swimming pool? Yeah, I would definitely want a swimming pool. I love to swim. And what would your swimming pool look like? It would have a high dive, a high dive, I'm sorry. It would have like waterfalls and like things you can jump off of. Okay. All right, so now you want a swimming pool. Last thing, do you want a gym? Do you work out? Do you exercise? Does your dad Uh, work out? Does he exercise? Yes, my dad works out and he exercises. Should he have a gym? Yeah, yes, I think I would get him a gym. All right, well, that's kind of you. (laughs) All right, looks like we're coming up to a break here, guys. We'll be right back with Lainey Chase and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're talking about the three different types of truth out there. And the first one is your personal truth, your personal belief system, what you believe to be true. The second one is political truth or your group truth, whatever you and your group of people you hang out with believe to be true. Uh, That could be political or religious. And then the last one is called objective truth. What is actually true? Now, I have today been interviewing my granddaughter. It's in for Christmas. And uh, what we're trying to listen to here is, or listen for is a better way to say it. What we're listening for is what does a 10-year-old in our society think and believe about the world she's in? And the question comes up, who and what is telling who and what? In other words, is it your parents, the teachers, radio, TV that you're listening, getting your insights from? Where are these kids getting their insights from and what are these insights going to lead to in the future? And obviously this is a little biased because this is my granddaughter, which is, you know, my wife's son's daughter. So it's within the realm of being in our family. So there's probably some prejudicial light there just being around uh, rich people, even though they're not rich, they're around rich people. So they pick up some things from that. But in general, I want you to think that possibly you could get your own kids and sit down with them this week while the holidays are here and just talk to them. I don't, oh no, I can hear it now. Don't talk to people about money at Christmas. Tell you're the Scrooge, you're this, you're that. No, I'm not the Scrooge. I guarantee you I spent more for Christmas presents than any one of you out there. That's not a Scrooge. What it is, is somebody that wants the people around me that I love to understand how I have the money to be able to afford to buy all those presents for everybody. That's what's important. Not the money, the lifestyle. And how do you get to that lifestyle, which is education, information, and or as this gentleman said that was teaching this class I was watching, it's your ability to understand the object truth. In other words, if X happens, you need to do Y because that's X is going to lead to Y and you need to take that action. If you can't understand that and you go, well, X is, is a criminal or X is uh, an anti-God thing or X is, is, a, is a Republican thing or blah, blah, blah. Anytime you let some emotional position, personal position get in the way of your logic, you're not going to be successful. That's all there is to it. That's a fact. That is a fact, Jack. Give it up. 
Now, we're going to get back here to Lainey Chase. And uh, I messed up her name earlier and called her Rainy Chase. That's because her aunt is Rainy, and she is Lainey. And, by gosh, sometimes it's hard to get them straight. Uh, just a tongue slip because Rainy's been around me for a lot longer than Lainey has. So uh, as we go back here, Lainey, let's talk about this for a second. Um, real quick, your uh, aunt is coming over to visit us, and uh, she's bringing her dogs. Do you think, now that you know... Our cats and her dogs, do you think they're going to get along together? What's your opinion of that? Uh, one of the cats, its name is Pierre, it will like the dogs, but all the other cats will not like the dogs. Yeah, they don't like dogs. Okay. So do you think that they'll bark? Do you think that the, the dogs will bark at the cats or the cats will hiss at the dogs? Which one's going to go off first? The cats. The cats. I believe, I believe the cats will go off of... Uh, she says one of the go- uh, the dogs' names, uh, the, the calm one, one of the dogs is very calm. And I think the cats will go off on him and he'll get scared. And then the other one will just go. And then the other one will bark. Just bark, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Well, we don't know. We'll see what happens. You excited to see her again? See, Ray? Uh, yes, I'm really, yeah, yes. <laughs> Good, she's coming over later. So let's go back to our interview here. Let's get back to that. And that is... If you could, uh-huh. if I could change the world, let's say we made you king for a day, okay, you, a queen for a day, whatever it is, you could run the whole world. What would you change about the world? I would, I would make everybody, uh, I would make everybody give uh, more people money. Like I would get more money, make more money, and then give some to everybody. And then I would also uh, get more testings on the coronavirus vaccine and get it better. So do you believe in the virus? They, or I'm sorry, the, what do they call it? The antidote, that's not antidote, what do they call it? The vaccine. Thing? The vaccine. Do you believe in the corona vaccine? Do you think that's something you would take? Right now, I would not because they haven't done enough testing on it, I would, I believe, but once they do more testing, yes. Okay. Uh, did they make your dad take it since he's in the medical field? He said last night they've invited him to take it, but he uh, has turned it down because they haven't done enough testing on it. Okay. Well, you're not going to be queen for a day, so let's talk about the government. What do you think the government should do? We have a new president coming in, and so we have a chance. What do you think, let's get a little closer to the mic there so we can hear you. What do you think the president should do this year? What, something different, what different than was done before? I think you should try to uh, get more testings on the coronavirus and more testings on cancer and flu and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So what happens? Now, this is a really tough question for a 10-year-old, but I want to see what you say. It doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong answer here, so just answer the way. What if we got too many people on this earth? And because there was too many people on this earth, everybody died because the earth can't sustain that many people. Do you think it's okay that natural causes allow people to die so that we don't have too many people? What do you think of that thought? Uh, that's, a hard qu- that's a hard question. It is a hard question. Because think about it, either a few die or everybody dies. Mm-hmm. Would it be okay to let the old people die just so the young people could survive? Well, the earth has to go on, so I guess yes, because 
we can't live forever. If you just lived forever, you would you would get bored of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It, and, you know, I don't even know if that's true. I, that is a great comment, but I don't even know if it's true. I don't think I could ever get bored. There's so many things to do, especially when you get old and you have a lot of time on your hands. But that's okay. It's a good, good answer. So you, you think that... And this is, I know this is a tough question, but you, you think it's okay for the normal number of people to die in this world? I mean, people, they all die. We all die, right? Yes. All right, we got to go. Thanks for being on today. And the rest of you remember this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.